Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars, and I am so excited. Uh, I know that many of you are building or running a business, that you're very much into moving that business from where it was at the end of 2018 to some fabulous visions in 2019. Well, the individual that I have on the show today is an inspirational firecracker of a sales expert. Cindy Padilla stepped down from a six-figure C-suite J-O-B, and I know you all know what that is, to build a successful business along with her husband, Jim, and they're now highly sought-after experts in sales and leadership. And I love the fact that there's no old-school endless sales numbers and charts for Cindy. She's a realistic, cutting-edge information Mm. on creating cultures of committed teams, giving impeccable service, and making great decisions from both knowing and from faith. Cindy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. Excited to be here. Thank you. I've been looking forward to the show for I can't tell you how long. Probably six months? Yeah. yeah I think that's when we said this. Yeah. Um, so welcome. And I always love to start with your background. I mean, I, I gave the audience just a little bit about that, but tell our audience how, you know, how you got to where you are today and how it's morphed over the decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am decades old, everybody, decades. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely have a leadership background. I, um, I'm here in Northern California, and I started my career in retail leadership and management um, as a part-time job as a new mommy decades ago, and before I knew it, I was in leadership, and that just led to more and more roles and bigger roles. Um, I spent close to 20 years with Target Corporation, um, running stores, opening stores, recruiting, hiring, training, all of that, the gamut. I'm super grateful for that path. Um, I learned a lot about leadership, systems, structures, teams. Um, and then I finished my career with Old Navy Gap. Um, yeah. I was looking for something a little bit different. And, um, and then about five, well, it's been over five years ago, um, I was finishing up a master's degree, so I did get my education later in life, mm-hmm. and um, I had taken a trip with two of my older daughters, and I really believe, and it sounds really odd, but I had this awakening in Yosemite National Park, and just realizing that my path was not to stay as a retail manager and a leader anymore. It was time to, to be done with that. So I came home and talked to my husband, Jim, about it, and I gave my notice, and three weeks later, I was done. Mm. Yeah. That, that is amazing. And so you, Jim was doing what before you, you two got together? I mean, I, I, you're married, but you got together and actually decided to do a business together. What was he doing before that? 
Well, he's been a serial entrepreneur the whole 20 plus <laughs> years that we've been together. And it's so interesting because I was so corporate and and just where we spent the first two decades of our lives together, raising children. And um, there was so much of the time, I honestly didn't really know what he did, you know, <laughs> great months and not great months. And I'm doing this and I'm starting this and I'm, I'm now coaching this and I'm doing real estate. And I was like, great. Um and it was able to happen because, you know, we had the steady Eddie, J-O-B, benefits, 401k, vacation, all of that was handled. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was at the point of me deciding that, um, you know, retail was, I could not do another Black Friday to save my life. And, <laughs> um, and, and Jim was at a point in his career where, you know, he has, he was, you know, a master sales trainer for an organization and, um, you know, I, I was starting to understand a little bit more about what he was doing, and um, there was more consistency in the revenue. So I took the leap, and um, and I got introduced to the coaching world and the entrepreneurial world, which I really knew nothing about. It was just mm-hmm. um, very interesting. Yes, making that shift. I mean, uh, you know that I made the shift, what, 32 years ago, yeah. coming out of two very large banks, Bank of America, and then Crocker, who got sold to another big bank, Wells Fargo, and stepped out at that point and said, I, I can't do this again. I, I can't go through a merger and acquisition that was this nasty. Mm. And so decided with a colleague to start our own business. We did multi-association management, which we were very good at, did cor- uh contract training and you know my husband like we were in reverse my husband was in a law firm and so we knew that there was a steady income um, until 2008 and then my husband said I'm leaving the law firm I'm going out on my own and you know how fabulous 2008 was right <laughs> jeez um, I I lost my my contract training job. I lost one of my associations. I'd lost my business partner several years before. Wow. It's like this is not a good time for you to step out of a consistent income as a partner of a law firm. So I understood why, but it it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. So you and Jim decided though to get go into business together. How's that working? <laughs> it's, it's it's phenomenal now. Um, I don't know if that was ever, um, like when I left, that wasn't like, I'm going to join you. Um, I really just left without really knowing what was next. I just knew it, it had to happen. And I knew that, you know, in my faith and God would show the way. And, um, and so we started a coaching business, teaching entrepreneurs how to build a business. Um, you know, Jim had been doing it for decades and I now am coming and joining him with a wealth of expertise and, and knowledge in, you know, structures and leadership and team building. And so we started down that path and we found some mentors and, you know, we, we hit that six, that, that $10,000 a month mark, you know, that mm-hmm. was like our first mark. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm getting this, this, this works. <laughs> you can, you can make money and not have to work for Target or Gap or B of A or, or Wells mm-hmm. Fargo. And, um, I was kind of understanding it. And then our mentor came to us about four years ago and said, we were about, you know, six, seven months into our business and said um, that we needed to switch our niche. And I was like, Ooh. yeah. And he 
had been a part of a lot of high-level masterminds um, with, you know, business coaching experts and people that were doing multi-seven figures a year. And their biggest need was sales support. They needed sales teams. They wanted a sales manager. They wanted they wanted done-for-you sales. They wanted sales off their plate. Mm-hmm. And Jim's a sales expert. So he was like, great idea. I was like, oh, how <laughs> awful. Who wants to do that? Um, but we did it. And it's there's no other way to explain it than it just being like a God thing, like that we couldn't have dreamt it up. Um, and it just, it took off like wildfire. We came up with our, what do you do statement, our elevator pitch within a week or two, we went to our first networking event four years ago mm-hmm. and we were just trying it out. Hi, who are you? Oh, I'm Cindy Padilla. I work with seven figure experts and coaches and we do done for you sales, um, for launches, live events and your online sales. We had a client, in three weeks. Impressive. And we did our biggest launch ever. It was a $1.6 million launch. And it's just never, that was, that was the beginning. That was the catalyst that began it all. Well, Cindy, I, it is an amazing story. And, you know, I've, I've had a chance to work with you and Jim as well. I guess my question is, you've made a significant shift mm-hmm. in 2018. Um, what was going on? In 2018, we were coming out of 2017, which for us, for me personally, was a pretty tumultuous year. Um, We did see a big shift in the industry. A lot of our clients' projections were not um, meeting expectation. And because we're a sales results-based business, we get paid based on sales. So when sales aren't met, that affects our bottom line, just as it did our clients' bottom line. And so I just really came out of 2017, the beginning of last year, just pretty dismayed, overwhelmed, exhausted. And I really felt I had created for myself another J-O-B. I wasn't in love with my business anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until just at the end of this year. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm not the fastest learner. Um, So I really did. I spent a lot of last year kind of, I told Jim that I was going to do a solo tour. I wasn't leaving the band. I wasn't leaving Game the Edge altogether, but I wanted to see what I could do on my own, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, create my own community, my own coaching programs and things like that. Um, And I, I spent the good part of the year searching and um, creating and promoting and putting things out there and and then Jim started doing some of that towards the you know third quarter and I gotta tell you none of it came to fruition yeah really interesting Mm -hmm. so was that your biggest challenge for last year my biggest challenge was that I was super busy Searching and creating. Okay, but not not finally landing on anything? Yeah, what came to fruition at the very, you know, towards the third quarter, when I finally slowed down enough to like reflect and look and listen, and um, was that what I was looking for, 
I already mm-hmm. had. Ooh. And what I was looking for was right under my feet. Mm-hmm. So we had spent the good part of, you know, seven, eight, nine months, like I said, just in this hustle, in this hustle to like fix what was wrong or create something new that was going to be as earth shattering as what we had created four and five years ago. And in reality, when we sat down and looked at where were we really successful, when were we, our life completely blessed, and it was when we were doing this work, which we loved, Mm -hmm. the done-for-you sales, the sales support, the training, the strategy, the launches, all of that, um, that's when we were most successful. That's when we were you know, supporting a lot of people. It's really important for us to, uh, to support um, a team and, and to provide opportunities. And, and we had just really stepped away from that. I, I feel that me personally, I just, I, st- I started taking the business personally. And when things didn't work out, I was getting mad like a little child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, these aren't pretty things to say out loud, but it, it really, when I, I really sat back and looked at, gosh, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Um, that That's the truth. And I, th- I think that's, that can be the tough part is, as you said, you know, you're going along just fine. Everything seems to be working really, really great. You ha- and it's like, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. You know, isn't there something else I should be doing? Um, plus, it sort of gets to be routine, mm-hmm. you know, um, almost. And I, I agree. I think it can get very boring. Uh, the one thing I love about my clients, especially in the conference side, is even though I've been doing them for 23 years, 23 years? Yeah, I'll be 24 this year. Um, each conference is different. Right. Each conference chair is different. Each committee is different. The people who show up are different. And, you know, but you can't get bored. You can't get complacent with it because they throw a monkey wrench into it every time. Right. And that's something that I really love about it is the fact that there is that, that juice. Do you find that with your clients as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's what we love about it. You know, I just came back from a conference a uh, weekend before last. I was in Florida for three days with a just a beautiful woman in her community. And it was just, it was, it was so fun and it was rewarding. And and that is the juice. That's the exciting part. I, I, I know what happened for both Jim and myself is coming out of a, a tough year when we should have said, all right, how are we going to make this better? Mm-hmm. What does this industry need? What do our clients need? How can we do something different, add more value? What's necessary to bring the results back up? Um, we went looking for something else. Ah, That's so- really what happened. And now, you know, we came back, like we just had a come to Jesus talk in <laughs> the end of September, 1st of October of last year. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. We are too smart. We are too connected to be this stuck. Like, this is ridiculous. The answer's right here. It's just a question of where is the answer? Or, and are you asking the right question? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think that's brilliant. Uh, and I think so often entrepreneurs, and, and big business for that matter as well, you have a, 
<clears throat> excuse me, you have a, a disappointing year. And so you throw the baby out with the bathwater, basically, yes. and, and say, well, obviously this isn't working. We have to try something new. Yes. Instead of looking at how can we tweak this? How can we add something? Just like you said, what is it the clients need? Mm-hmm. Because they're seeing the same thing I'm seeing. And right. because they're seeing it, I'm seeing it because my money is based on theirs. How can I add a value? How can I add another piece to it that might bring their revenues up so that it brings my revenues up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's almost, well, I'll say it is, it's embarrassing to, to, to say this out loud. Like that was, that was not, unfortunately, not where our head was, where my head was, you know, January 1 of last year. I was just mad and um, I was just mad. <laughs> and, uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, what what's really interesting is once we you know had that talk and I'm like this is where we are successful this is where both of us get to be in our genius zone this is where we had the best results where we offered the most value we had the most fun mm-hmm. you know we had you know great team and and they were growing the moment that we just said we own it again and we're gonna love it again the creativity started flowing, and no joke, within five days, we had a $25,000 full pay sale. Yeah, uh, and I love how that comes together. So would you say that that's your most valuable le- leadership lesson that you learned in, in 2018? Yes, yes. It's okay. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so audience, while we take a quick commercial break what I'd like you to think about is we're in 2019 are you looking back at 2018 and saying oh my god it didn't work it, it you know, we didn't get what we expected our clients aren't aren't seeing the revenues or whatever that that they want to see I guess we'll just start all over we'll we'll create a whole new model instead as Cindy just said Mm-hmm. Look at how you can tweak the model. Maybe there's just a little change that you need to make. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you were meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. 
Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have just a very special guest, Cindy Padilla, with us today. She's a master team builder and motivator, and her signature strengths are developing world-class teams and creating cultures of commitment, results, and impeccable service. Her unshakable faith, devotion, and discipline to her morning routine are the keys to her company's sustainable growth. Cindy, welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so we were talking about how horrendous 2017 was <laughs> and that how it walked you into uh, sort of your foundations were shaken. And you way. said, okay, well, this obviously isn't it. Let's see what it is. And you just, at the end of the year, you determined that, no, that was it. That's what we love. That's what we're geniuses at. Mm-hmm. And we just need to pick it back up dust it off, maybe add a few little bells and whistles, but for the most part, it is solid, and you got a client within, what, five days of doing that? Yeah. Congratulations. So, but based on that journey, how has your vision for the business and your own lifestyle changed? Thank you. Um, yeah, it was just really coming to grips, coming out of that um, that funk that realizing that I stepped out of, you know, my corporate life as did a lot, as do a lot of women Mm -hmm. and business owners and then step in to create a life that they want. And I had forgotten that I'm still at choice to create that life and that I can love my business again. And that became um, really my number one focus is how do I fall in love with my life again and fall in love with my business again? Mm-hmm. And um, which means I have to fall in love with who I am and, and what I'm doing in the world and how I show up. Um, so it was just getting really crystal clear on what I want. Um, for me, it was breaking through some limiting beliefs Having grown up, um, you know, with an ex-military father, you understand no, that. I understand that. You yes. understand that a little bit. And, oh, yeah. um, and and growing up in corporate, you know, just that whole hard work mentality and that strictness. Um, and, you know, my dream life is I work Monday through Thursday, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning to about four in the afternoon working in my business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's taking calls, working with clients, marketing, all of that stuff. 
And then that, that leaves me free on Friday for my new grandbaby, Owen, which if you, anybody knows me on Facebook, my it's plastered with that beautiful little boy. Yes. And, and then I, I don't mind working on the weekends when I get to work on my business, when I'm dreaming and creating and just brainstorming and then, you know, moving forward without the following week. So for me, it was just getting crystal clear that it's possible to have a highly successful, highly successful, um, profitable company that allows me that level of freedom. That was something I had to believe was possible for me. Okay, Cindy, you brought up your dad um, yeah. and the whole masculine model. So you, your model of leadership was the masculine model, the command, oh, like yeah. mine was. Mm-hmm. And then you went into corporate and like me, um, you ran right back into that masculine model. Mm-hmm. How did how have you made the shift to a more feminine model of leadership? Yeah, that's been a I didn't so interesting <laughs> is I didn't even realize there was a difference between ma- masculine and feminine um, models until mm-hmm. I had left corporate. And I was like, I don't know what you people are talking about. Of course I'm feminine. I'm a woman, but <laughs> I didn't realize I was 100% in my masculine, um, in the way I, I moved through the world. So I've really spent the last four or five years just shedding and releasing, um, those limiting beliefs that it doesn't have to be hard. I don't have to be hard that mm-hmm. I am more, inspirational and commanding and compelling when I am sharing challenges, when I can even shed a tear, which is often if I'm speaking, when I can share, you know, challenges that we faced or that I have faced. That's what people really want. That's when people are truly from their hearts going to follow the leader. I think that's so very, very true. Now, you actually have a master's degree in organizational leadership. Yes. Um, I almost want to ask, so which side did they teach from, masculine or feminine? It was pretty feminine because I I got it from a Jesuit university. Okay. So there was an emphasis on servant leadership. Mm -hmm. So it really was leading from behind. It was, you know, lifting others up. Um, And that's something I've, I've been in that I've always wanted, I've always lived by that when I am through and our time together is up, whether someone moves on to a different job or we just part ways or whatever, I just want that person to be, you know, more confident, mm-hmm. um, make better decisions, be more generous, um, just be a better steward of what they are gifted in. Yeah, and I, th- I think the duality of masculine and feminine is going away, um, and that bringing the two together, marrying the masculine and feminine, is so critical yes. for leaders today. Yeah, that you you need the masculine. It's not like again throwing the baby out with bathwater. Um, the masculine is still needed, but not to the exclusion of the feminine, nor the other way around. Um, we need that organization, that structure, that strategy that the masculine side brings, but they also need the creativity, the compassion, the empathy, the relationship building that the feminine brings. And it's not that you're soft, but there's that piece that, uh, as you said, it's not hard. 
it 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 flows and and it creates and it it does phenomenal things within an organization and you got to have both right absolutely you know i just love it when people go oh i can't stand systems you know <laughs> i don't like systems but systems and structures are what provide the container for someone to to just move about the cabin freely to have that level of freedom. So, you know, it's like a riverbank, right? Like a Mm -hmm. river. The reason the river can flow, whether it's flowing quickly over rocks or it's just, you know, a slower trickle is the river banks. If those river banks weren't there, we would just have a washout. Mm -hmm. We would just have a flash flood and a hot mess. So... Systems and structures are very, very necessary. They make people feel safe. Mm-hmm. And to know that there are boundaries. Yeah. I mean, um, we talk about, even a, a, in leadership, that you still need your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You need to know, otherwise people will intrude at times when you don't necessarily want somebody in in your space. Um, we talk about the boundaries of, you know, how far away can you stand? And each culture has a slightly different look at that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love I love the idea of of the riverbank, and it holds us in place, but yeah. still allows freedom of movement yes. within it. Yeah, yeah, that's really 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 special. Um, but yeah, you're right. There there are many women who kind of go. They they almost want to put the hex sign up going, no, no, don't, don't talk about structure. I, I can't do structure. I don't know what structure means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they learned the old way. They learned, they learned the masculine way, mm-hmm. the painful way. Mm-hmm. Yes. As opposed to seeing, and riverbanks are fluid. You yeah. Know, they're, they're not necessarily, you know, the water, um, how do I want to say this, um, shifts the ri- riverbank as it, as it flows around, the more it erodes. And it, oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, you know, we've had horrend- horrendous rains the last week. Yeah. Right? I don't know how it's affected your area, but I was up in Sebastopol um, Thursday and Friday last week, and I'm, I'm driving through the country to get to where I want to be. And literally, I would have sworn that there were swamps on either side of me. There was so much, there was, there were trees sticking up. You could see the trees, oh, yeah. and and otherwise it was all water. And I'm going, that is incredible. I, I really want to go back now when it's dry to see what it really looks like, mm-hmm. because the water had just sort of taken over and invaded everywhere in its own fluid way because there were no banks, no boundaries, no boundaries, no right? Boundaries, yeah. And it's it's so incredible that when women and and leaders in general create strong boundaries. We teach people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Boundaries that we put in place. So if you have a business and you're very clear on your money boundaries, this is when we're going to withdraw money from your account. This would happen if you don't pay on time. You know, super, Mm -hmm. super clear. People act accordingly. Yes. With my time, I am a freak about protecting my time and energy. And my everybody from my family to my clients to my team, they just know that if, if we're going to spend time together, it needs to be on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, my, my children are all grown 
And when I started calendarizing our time together, they would got they got pretty de- offended. I'm like, <laughs> mom, why are you sending me calendar invites for us to go shopping or go for coffee? And I'm like, because I want to make sure I'm there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, and, I know. and I want to protect our time. And and now I just love it. I get calendar invites from them. You know, we just had a family dinner last night. It's important for us to um, to spend time together as a family. And it gets harder. It's more challenging and challenging as they get married. They have babies. They have careers. I am blessed. We all live within, you know, 20 miles of each other. Mm-hmm. But we put it on the calendar. The third Sunday of every month, we have a family dinner. Okay. Now I have to ask you, are you and either you or Jim from the Midwest? No. Okay, because the family dinner is such a, a Midwest thing, yeah, um, and Eastern as well. If you if you watch Blue Bloods at all, you know that yes. part, part of the show is the family dinner, and they discuss all sorts of stuff. Yeah, um, things that are painful as well as things that are fun and and that kind of thing. And I love that my daughter is finding the same thing. She's in Columbus, Ohio. And she's she's she lives near her husband's family, mm-hmm. so every Sunday mm. they have Sunday dinner at the, now the grandparents' house, and you know they the the two brothers and the sister and mom and dad and they all sit down and have these discussions about the world and religion and all the things that you can't talk about in. Public, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, we actually did it because we're also old school. Like we always want to have a family dinner every time it's Mm -hmm. someone's birthday. Right. And and it was just getting too scattered. And the person who had a birthday that month just was exhausted by the end of their month. Like, well, I went to Aunt Carolyn's and then I came to your house and then I went here. And so it was like part of it again was how do we make this happen with more structure and system, but we actually have more freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I always find that that when things are, I don't want to say systematized, but when you know, like it's the third yeah. Sunday, it's on the calendar, you know it's there, You and I get excited about it. I don't know about you. Do you get yeah. excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The texts were flying because we also do a, um, we do a theme and we're very big on everybody has to make homemade food. Mm-hmm. Um, so last night was Asian food. We celebrated the Chinese New Year early and, you know, everybody brought all kinds of stuff. But people were practicing new recipes and cooking all day and it was fun. It was a lot. Yeah. And I think, uh, and then, of course, everybody meets in the kitchen, right? Yeah. 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 I, it's the one thing I love about uh, having a party oftentimes is that everybody's in the kitchen. There's nobody in the living room. There's nobody in the rest. They're all in the kitchen and everybody's talking and, and working and just having a grand time. People are chopping stuff up. And I, I think that also brings people together. And that's very, I think that that's very important to the feminine side of leadership mm-hmm. is yeah. that sense of camaraderie. So Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's really about relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so that same thing transcends in all areas, especially in our businesses. Mm-hmm. It's and about building. relationship. How do we have these rich relationships where, you know, we're growing, we're expanding, we're having crunchy conversations when necessary, we're honest. You know, how do you have those in in the business setting with clients, with your team? Um, how, do you, how do you set up structures to where... And boundaries where that's the norm. 
Mm-hmm. And Shirley, when, when you were in corporate, you, you had team lunches. I mean, right. I, I know my, my training department, we at least once a month, um, the secretaries and, and the trainers would all bring in something and we have a potluck lunch. And it was a way to find out what was going on in their lives outside of yes. the training department. Uh, and again, those really, really rich relationships that are from the feminine side. Yes. You know, um, and I think that's just so very important um, to, and even in building a movement, which is something I'm talking about this year, uh, movements are businesses, movements are nonprofits, movements are things you're passionate about. And without deep connections and electric relationships, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. You, it's the, the one time in your life that you can't be a silo, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so, so important. Cool, this is so good. I was just talking to a client early this morning. We were having a coaching call, and she's a young leader. Um, and so we're talking about leadership, and, and this just hits right on it. Like, we are all living in a pretty broken, fragmented, siloed world. Right. And so what people are craving the most is leadership in the form of rich relationships. They're not finding it at home. Um, You know, we live in these big sprawling suburbs. Not everybody goes to church every week or has lives in a village like community where you have a lot of support. And so the workplace, um, even from an entrepreneurial standpoint, a lot of contractors like they're finding their um, their support systems they are finding their development. They're finding their their rich relationships and, and feeding their souls in their work. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's so true. I mean, we lived in a 3,700 square foot house. People could get lost in that house. We actually looked at one house. I think there was 7,000 square feet. And my kids said, so do we have to do breadcrumbs to be able to get from our, <laughs> our bedroom to the kitchen? I said, probably. Yeah. Um, and we don't live in villages. I mean, we have these sprawling pieces of land that we sit on. Mm-hmm. And as much as the uh, suburb communities were almost cookie cutter, you had a community. You did um, neighborhood potlucks and all of that, plus neighborhood watch. So, audience, as we take this break, think about sort of where you live and where do you get your rich relationships Is it from home? Is it from family? Or is it from work? And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with linda.com that's linda at dare the number two dream with linda.com have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business 
Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with the incomparable Cindy Padilla. As you've probably noticed on the show, her passion and excitement are contagious. And the energy that she brings to this cutting-edge company is totally undeniable. She does have a formal education. She has a bachelor's degree in business management and a master's degree in organizational leadership. And truly, her leadership skills and experience, combined with her natural business savvy and magnetic personality, which I'm sure you've seen, make her a truly inspirational leader who gets things done with ease. So, Cindy, welcome back. Thank you, Linda. Okay. We were talking about relationships and how important it is to have them and to cultivate them and really grow them um, and make them a part of your business, your your work life, your personal life, your family. I mean, it's really tough when your family moves away. My kids are back east um, in Columbus and in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello to you both. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, I mean, we FaceTime, which is awesome, but it's not the same as being there and physically being able to be a part of their lives, right? Right, right. So what advice do you have for women who are building and running businesses, especially when they're faced with challenges like this Mm -hmm. and just the constant change? I mean, there's, I guess there's a quote that says, there's nothing more, more certain than change. It's always happening. Um, Yeah. You're reading my mind or you must have been in my morning ritual with me this morning. <laughs> I was listening to um, Earl Nightingale, who I mm-hmm. love listening to. And he's like, the one thing, one constant thing is change. And we yes. all fight it. And it's yes. the only constant we have. Yeah. So relationships, they are so critical. And 
um, you know, again, a transition and an awareness for me having come out of decades in corporate where it really wasn't about the relationship. It was about what can you do for me? What have you done for me lately? And how hard can you work and how late can you stay? Mm -hmm. Um, But what I, what I, I know to be true in building a business is we are all interdependent and it's impossible to succeed alone. And Mm -hmm. we are blessed. Our business, um, literally we've done zero marketing, zero, zero, zero. Um, It is all been referral and relationship based. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just critical. Um, I this is where we are in in this world, and especially as an entrepreneur. Um, people, you know, the whole old adage of no like and trust. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there for a reason, and 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 maybe it looks a little different in our virtual fast paced world, but people still do business with people. Well, and, and not as, your logo, not your website, but with people. And I, I think that's so very true. And the no like and trust is is there. I think um, Stephen Covey, the son, in his book, you know, um, change moves at the speed of trust. Yes. So the more people trust you, the yes. more likely they're they'll be willing to change with you. Uh, and I know it's it's difficult in this digital world of having a human connection. Um, in many of my shows, I've shared about sitting in a restaurant next to two uh, 20-somethings who are obviously on a date. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got their food in front of them. And they're on their phones. Mm-hmm. And they're texting. Mm-hmm. And they're te- like one would text, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the other one would text. And I... <laughs> I, I tapped my husband. I said, they're having a conversation by text. They to each could, other. To each other. They couldn't even sit there and have a conversation. Make eye without, contact. Yeah. They had, they had to do it on their phones. And I'm going, what, what does that say about the world? Yeah. It's awful. Um, you know, on Jim's calendar, because he is the primary face of our company. He's... Um, yeah, he's the rainmaker. He's 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 the big visionary. Um, we protect his time, and probably seventy percent of his time is building relationships. That's all mm-hmm. he does is have conversation after conversation after conversation, and um, and there isn't a I'm having this conversation because I'm going to get mm-hmm. or this is what I want out of this conversation. He just is really, really good at connecting with people. And he just wants to know what people are up to. What are Mm -hmm. you up to? Where are you going? How can I help you? Is there a resource I can share with you? You know, we, um, he'd been in conversation with a woman for three years. And I know her, you know, I see her at events and, but she and Jim, you know, meet at different um, high level events and, um, you know, she approached us at the end of this last year, and it literally could be a million, $10 million partnership that evolves out of that, that came out of three years of just building a relationship. No and ask. And Cindy, isn't that something that they say that we give up on the calls too oh, soon? Yeah. yeah. 
you know, we make three calls and we go, ah, they're not interested and they move on. Mm-hmm. When, you know, having those conversations, and they don't have to be every every week or every month, and, you know, you could space them out. Yeah. Um, and I always ask my, my prospects, so when do you want to talk again? Yeah. And, you know, they'll, they'll tell me. Um, and that has really helped me to be more in touch with those kinds of communications. And I, lo- I, I had a, a chance to spend some time with Jim, and I know he was telling me that he always wanted to give a presentation where he never said anything, he just asked questions. Mm-hmm. Has, has he developed curious. that? I'm sorry? He's, he's super curious. <laughs> I, th- I think that could be a really interesting yeah. um, session, as long as you've got an audience that's willing to um, engage. I mean, I've, I've had a couple of audiences where I ask questions like, so how many of you have a vision? And nobody raises a hand. Yeah. Okay, so how many know where you're going to be at the end of the year? And nobody raises their hand. And I had somebody say to me, well, it's just another year. Uh, oh, yeah. is that sad? It is um, sad. And I think part of it, though, is is coming at it from, like, um, again, listening to Mr. Earl Nightingale this mm-hmm. morning and, um, you know, is it, Treat everyone as if they are the most important person in the world. Because to them, they are. To themselves, I mean, we all kind of think we're the most important person in the world. We're all selfish human beings um, at our core. Um, But like having known you for a long time, Linda, like that's why it would be easy for me to say, yeah, you know, I could work with Linda. I'd work with Linda because I know you. I trust you. Mm -hmm. We have this relationship. You know, one of the clients that I just signed this year to work with privately, I've known these two women for probably seven, eight years. Yeah. And it's just watching them evolve and and I've evolved and we, you know, have these conversations. And I finally just said, we need to work together. Let's do this. And they're like, okay. (laughs) You know, I couldn't have said that. Five years ago, even two years ago, a year ago, it just it's it's allowing a relationship to evolve. And not every sales call that we get on is like I'm there to make a sale. And that's different if they come through a funnel. We know right. why they're there. Right. Um, you know, they watched X number of videos or read your emails and they say, yes, I want to talk to you. Um, but I'm just talking about relationships that need to be nurtured in general to expand your um, your influence. You know, how can you serve? Who can you refer? Like if I, you know, spending time with Linda today, right now, you know, yeah. if I was talking to someone the next day or two, I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to talk to Linda. Because I be bet awesome. now that we've spent time together today, Linda, mm-hmm. that this week, people who are creating a movement that want to do something big, they're going to start appearing in my world. And that's, that's what's so awesome is the reticular yeah. activating system gets activated and the subconscious brings yeah. these people into your sphere of influence. And I love it. Now, we were talking about something on the break that um, you said that you are behind the scenes mm-hmm. oftentimes in launches and events and sales in other people's businesses. Mm-hmm. And yet... One of the things that I talk about is the fact that we've been leaders behind the scenes for a long time. Um, how do you lead from yeah. behind the scenes? I do it really well. <laughs> <laughs> as do I, but you know. you know, it's so interesting. Again, it's treating as if treating everyone as if they are the most important person in the world. So, 
I just did a live event for a client. Me and two of my team members are there. And what I do is really, really important. And I have to do it really, really well. Support from that sales strategic standpoint and and close sales at the end of a live event. But it's always elevating my client and, and her brilliance. Um, but owning my own strength and brilliance. And, and it's, it's a fine line to watch. Um, you know, and I, I believe I lived it out last year and was it was proven to me that, no, my space is a more of a behind-the-scenes leader. It doesn't make me any less of a leader. Mm-hmm. It actually probably makes us better leaders because we lead without the limelight. Okay. Yeah, and this is you're right. This is a fine line to walk mm-hmm. um, between being a leader and being out there yeah. versus actually setting the container for yes. someone else to lead and to yes. hold their leadership in yours. Oh, so, oh. Good. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's what we do at live events and in launches, and that's what I do for Jim. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that I hold the container. So this business grows as I expand, as I allow capacity. And, and again, I'm the container that he can he can fly all around wildly with all his visionary energy. <laughs> so I so- have the container. And, the, and this company, this team, they rely on me. Mm-hmm. I am the grounding force. Right. You ground and center. Cindy, mm-hmm. you have a free gift for our audience. Could you give a quick description on that? I do. It's called my Sacred Mornings, um, and it's really the cornerstone of my success. We just talked about grounding, and this is my morning process that I have honed over the years, and it's a seven-step process. There's seven sacred steps, and I encourage everybody to check it out and you know do the things that feel good to you and toss out the ones that don't. It's just really important that you do create your own morning routine that really grounds you and gets you clear and confident to start your day. That's perfect. And that is on our free uh, radio gifts on our our website. So please check it out. Um, I know I've been doing the seven sacred steps for quite some time now. Thank you, Cindy. Um, And we're getting close to the end. We got just a couple minutes left. Cindy, could you give our audience like one or two really great tips short? Yeah, number one, invest in relationships, um, long-term relationships, and they they still have huge ROI. And then love what you do. Really, really love what you do. Own your brilliance. That is amazing, and what a fantastic way to close out the show. Cindy, thank you so very much for being a part of our show today. It's been an honor to have you here. Thank you, Linda. I've... Thoroughly enjoyed our time together. Fantastic. And audience, um, until next time, if you have a question about Awaken the Leader Within or the Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please do send me an email at lynda at dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. And until next week, remember, be courageous, dare to lead. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 